Hello, everyone. Shalom. I'm Sterling Jones. I'm Ariel Cabell. And this is Spiritual Gas. So, Sterling and I are two best friends who do everything together except each other. We have an amazing woman on the show today. Let's bring out Erin O'Malley. And Zoe Faye Chanel is like, you don't do Instagram? Let's ask some dumb lesbian questions. Okay. I got her off one time in at a play in a theater. Oh. Yes, that's hot. My yeah. loins tremble. That's hot. <laughs> Let's get her opinion on Viagra. Oh, is there a pill for orgasms? I don't know. <gasps> oh my God. Go, 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 go. We need this. They're it's own. not beyond the realm of possibility <laughs> that some guy was like, yeah. oh my God, <laughs> I'm getting to have sex with her. Right. Tickled my funny bone. I'll tickle your funny bone. I know that's what I was getting. From I'll tickle you. your bone. You just tickled me everywhere. I bet you would have such a nice dick if you had one. I bet you I would too. Thank you. I have nice boobs. Yeah, your tits are perfect. Thanks. Like I have hair patches on my back, so that like takes care that's of normal. Yeah, I guess. And also, I think it'd be really weird if I had hair patches on my back. Yeah. <laughs> You don't have, what's your version of hair patches? You've got nothing wrong. No, as you get older, you get like little um, hairs in your chin you have to pluck. Oh, see, I should. You ripped one off my face one time. That's right. It was was about three inches. (laughs) (laughs) We were driving and the sun was hitting it just in the perfect. The chitty chin chin. chin. And you just, without even warning, you leaned over and just ripped it out. I was like, ow. You're like, you'll thank me for that. Well, I think I showed the evidence of the the size. True. Have you ever had a hair on the end of your nose? Like a hair on the, what do you mean? Like right on the top of your nose. That's I haven't. Oh, I plucked no. the hair there once. That must have hurt. It plucked really easy. I don't know. Oh, really? Yeah. Do you um, cut the inside of your nose hairs? I do now. I do too. Yeah. I have a little a razor That's that goes up in there. Always before vacation. Oh. Isn't it crazy how well it works and also there's so much air flowing through cleanly? Or is uh, that just me? I never noticed that. You... <laughs> <laughs> I think you have a jungle in there. <laughs> I think once I started trimming it, it yeah. grew more. Is that oh. theory true? Because I never trimmed my nose hairs until about a year ago, and my dad's uh, my dad put in our stocking stucker stuckers stickers as stocking stocking sticker. stuffers yeah. uh, a razor that like an automatic thing that zzz, and it's for oh, your yeah, ears yeah. and for your nose. Do you have hair in your ears? <clears throat> Fuck yeah, I do. You do? Yeah. See, I don't. Maybe that's a guy thing. I have hair everywhere. I think it's attractive. I'm very attracted to men with hair on their chest, and I think it's very masculine. And there, I don't know. There's something cozy and sexy about it to me, but I don't know how I'd feel about hair in a guy's ear because I like it. Fucking ears. sucks. Yeah, I like licking ears. Well, I don't have. I pluck them. I have like you seven. Pluck your hairs in I your have ears? to, and actually, I'm glad you brought this up because this is part of being my best friend. Is your job to let me know if one's like really out of control and well, long? Clearly, I've never noticed. Well, now you got to take a look. But I'm sure it means it's not out of control. <laughs> Any other body things we could talk yeah, about? Yeah, this, <laughs> this is just such uh, a. I have a question. Are if you you're a, listening to the show for the first time, this yeah. is not what we talk we about. I really hope you uh, love this. No, we have an amazing guest on the Hold show. Hold on. Before oh. we get that, can I ask some more questions? Yeah. Do you like squiggles? I love pop, uh, popping squiggles. I don't know what a squiggle is. Like a zit that squiggles out. That's disgusting. I'm <laughs> barf. That's fucking <laughs> so gross. That is me my stomach turn. Oh, my God. My ex-boyfriend, I used to pop his back because I loved seeing the no, pus come no. out. I love popping pimples. I know. You've tried to do I, it I really, on me before well, also, without asking. Just all of a sudden grab one of my zits. Oh, whatever. You grabbed my hair chin. <laughs> I mean, my chin hair. Whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> no, but also I really could have been a doctor. Like all the, I, first of all, I'm very smart. But second of all, I'm fascinated by bodies and bodily functions. And like these things don't gross me out. That's amazing. I don't know what happened to me because I'm so weak stomached for anything that has to do with like a zit or pus or. You're so sensitive. I'm very sensitive. But you know what doesn't gross me out? Poop. No, poop totally grosses me out. Oh, what? A bloody tampon. Really? Yeah. I think I have we talked one in about my that. Vagina if you want it. That's right okay. Now. That's all right. I could just swing it around. <clears throat> I think we talked about that on another show one time. I don't know for sure. It might have been recent, <clears throat> but we talked about periods and stuff. We did. And I've really thought about that since then. 
Can we talk about some more of that? Let's do it. I want everyone who's listening right now, especially men, to stop being grossed out by periods. I love you so much. And to Keep know going. Preach, they, Sterling. To, preach. To know that they exist and to know that without a period, you wouldn't be here. You wouldn't be born. And well, to well, know- that's not true because without a period is actually how they got here. But what he means is without that cycle of female. You wouldn't be here. You wouldn't be here. Correct. Also, to support females during it that time and understand hot. that there is a pain that men will never, ever, ever fucking understand what women go through. And if you hear your wife, girlfriend, mom, sister, aunt, whatever, say, ah, I'm on my period right now, to actually hear that. To, to actually, Yeah, and don't roll your eyes like, oh, she's on her period again. Stay away from her. I love you so much for being this. I already loved you, but now I'm fucking in love with you so much because this is such and it's one of those topics where everyone rolls their eyes because like oh god talking about periods again yes we are because it's it's happens once a month it's not going away it's how you got here and we and it's extremely you're look you're either having your period you're having a baby or you're in menopause you know like that there's there's really no in between and and the thing is it's healthy to have a period And at the same time, it is truly the most painful thing every month that is unavoidable, you know is coming, you know you still have to wake up, do your daily tasks, go to work, act normal, and not talk about it because it's, oh, it's just a part of your body. And mine, like- Well, you're not allowed to talk about it because people are grossed out by it. And it is so painful. Every month when I get mine, I seriously am so tired. Your boobs hurt. Your back hurts. I feel like I have pinched nerves. I get numbness in my back and I get like a throbbing. And I honestly think- if a guy had this, he would like scream in pain. I no, if a, if a man had this, there would be a medication to make it go away. And with they his... would have like three sick days. Absolutely. Absolutely. And but I'm also would like to talk to my ladies out there right now. If your man, husband, brother, whatever male figure in your life is grossed out by this, it's, it's your time now to talk to them about this. I'm not saying it's your fault. I'm just saying talk to them. Be like, okay, let's talk about this. What part of the period don't you understand? Or what part grosses <clears throat> you out? What part grosses you out? Let's talk about this. Well, I'll tell you what I think happens is because of the the emotions are a very real component of periods. And I can tell you that actually in getting older, I'll tell you, like in my 20s, I used to roll my eyes at my friends who would be like, ugh, I'm on my period. And they would talk about how hungry they were or how emotional they were, how like they were crying or they were yelling. And I honestly, I kind of just rolled my eyes and I kind of was just, I was a little judgmental. I was like, ugh, you're being dramatic. Like, I'm not like that. Why can't you be more like me? You know, just like deal with it. And I don't know if it's because I've become more sensitive (laughs) as a female or if it's that I've gotten older, but I can say my period in my 30s is much more painful. The tears are real. The emotions are real. I definitely feel like I'm more on an emotional roller coaster. And I think that's part of the problem that guys almost like there's these jokes about, not knowing how to handle it or walking on eggshells because the woman is highly emotional. <laughs> and I th- yeah. But that's real. It's real. And I think they're the same sentence can be said two different ways, which is one guy can say, oh, God, she's on her period. I better look out. Or you could say, oh, God, she's on her period. Let me let me assist. I better look out. I better look out. Let yeah. me just be more cognitive of that and, and let I me even- help. And I even think Let me that make her a bath of warm water. Let me bring her a heating pad. Let me- oh my God, everyone is falling in love with you right now, including me. Well, it's you're real. Like, guys, just change your, you don't have to change the sentence, just change the tone you're the saying attitude. it in. But also, I think it can be a joke too. Like, like a guy, if I was with a guy and I was on my period and I was emotional, if he just looked at me and started laughing and hugged me, I'd be like, I would recognize like, okay, yeah, I guess I'm emotional right now. Like, I don't think it also has to be taken so seriously because I think it, there is a reminder that, oh, okay, like, listen, I got you through this, but we can also, like, make light of it and joke about it. Hmm. You know what I mean? Not in the wrong time. Like, don't laugh at me because that, right. that won't go well. Right. <laughs> but I mean, like, if you're holding me and, like, I know it's going to be okay, get I'll get you some ice cream. Wait, like, I, I just thought no. of something. What if there's, like, a safe word? Like, a safe word to, like, make her realize like ice cream <laughs> yeah just say like whenever say you are in your period and you're highly emotional aka like flipping out about something that shouldn't be flipped out about and yeah. you just say ice cream and i would just start laughing yeah can is that a possibility should i suggest that to people listening like maybe, maybe a safe word that between your couples i mean this is all you know uh, I, I don't this is all areas that i don't know what i'm talking about but i do know this you do know what you're talking about are you kidding me you just turned me on so much with everything you just said you're an angel 
You know what switched and me? And also because I'm on my period right now. <laughs> but you know what really did it? What? Was I saw a bloody tampon. Oh. And I thought, wow, that's fucking real. Like, yeah. I don't, I've seen one in a porta potty yeah. at like a music festival when I was younger, but I didn't really think about it. And I don't think because society has me conditioned to be grossed out by it, I just like looked away from it. Yeah. But, um, I saw one recently and I looked at it and I didn't take my eyes off and I almost got emotional for the pain that that's, you know, wow. it's real. You're it's amazing. And so it's interesting. When I first started having my period, I got grossed out by it because there's actual like stuff that comes out. And I didn't understand that that was like the lining of my uterus. That's the lining. Yeah. And I got freaked out by it and had to actually like learn more about my own body. And then. Now, when I see it, it's like literally once a month, it's a reminder. It's like, holy shit, look at what my body does. Right. Like literally my uterus, my guts are bleeding out of me on perfect time and perfect sync and perfect unity to keep my body going. Yeah. For health, to keep you fertile and to keep you in the... And uh, yet I'm sitting here right <laughs> now and I literally have such excruciating pain. My whole right side of my body from like my belly button to my crotch is numb. Ice cream. Ice cream. <laughs> Awesome. Got it. But also, can you get me ice cream? Uh, um, we have well, an amazing guest today. Yes, we do. She and I actually worked together on a show, but we never, she was never there when I was there. She's, um, a, she's a director, a producer, a very funny a writer, mom, a mom of two beautiful girls, a wife, a lover of humans and human spirit. Her heart is gigantic. And she's been married to her wife for like a long time, I think, right? We'll have to get the number. Yeah, she gets we will. Her. Yeah. But it's been a long time. Anyways, she's, and you know, we were talking about this. You were saying like her Instagram is just so full of love and that's why you're excited to have her on the show. So I can't wait to hear what she has to say. Ariel. Sterling. I'm really excited about our next guest. Me too. Yeah? Why are you excited? Because she's rad. She's and so rad. So rad. And I actually got to work with her on The Grinder, which was a show that was canceled way too soon. Oh, yeah? Yes. For everyone out there who knows, they know. Yeah. But we didn't really get to hang out that much. Well, so I actually don't know her that well. I just am obsessed with her Instagram. Amazing. Because she is a very, very bright, shining light centered in love, and I <laughs> can't get enough of it. I love and so that. I was just like, hey, will you do my podcast? And she oh, said, Oh, it's yes. your podcast? Yeah. <laughs> Could you just do mine, not Ariel? Yeah, podcast? I'll just I'll just be a bystander. <laughs> All right, before we get in a fight, before I see you in the kitchen, please. Okay. Let's bring out Aaron O'Malley. Woo! Hi, Aaron. Hi. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I was yeah. actually very nervous to reach out to you because that's like the worst. He, you're like Instagram famous to him. You're. It's also just like such a big ask to ask people to do your podcast. It's just like, oh my God. It's, everyone has a podcast. Everyone has a podcast. And it's just like, how do I word this? And I, I think I even said, or when I do reach out to my friends, I'm like, I give them an out. Like, you don't have to do this. Nothing personal if you don't want to do it. Right. I don't blame you. Also, I'll hate you forever. But also, whatever. I'll, also, whatever. I will know how, what a scheme I'll, you hold me in. Also, I know you're going to have a podcast one day and I'll never do <laughs> it. No, I'll never do yours. <laughs> right. But yeah, so thank you. No, I'm so happy to be here. You are basically, I would say, arguably, one of the most successful female producer directors in Hollywood. Oh. Would you, can we say that? I'm going to say it. Yeah, we just said it. Okay, I'm going to say it. Own it. It's a lot, but you direct and you produce so many, like if you go to your IMDb page, it's just so many and it's all really good shows. Let's list a few. Go for it. Most recently, Bless This Mess. Obviously, we mentioned The Grinder, Sarah Silverman. um, Love her. Curb Your Enthusiasm. Curb. Best show ever. I mean, so single good. parents. Some of my friends were on that. I yes. mean, on and on and on. What was it like working on Curb? Like the, it, I always say it's like the best job I ever had. Really? Yeah. It, it's just so different. What it's, did you do? On what were you, were you directing? I was a, I was the producer. Okay. And the entire time. Like no, you, I didn't do the first two seasons. Okay. So I came in season three. How many were there? Now they're in season ten. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That never happens anymore. So I, I wow. yeah, so I did seasons three through eight as a producer, and then wow. he took a big break. Yeah. And then by the time he did season nine, he called me, and I was already so busy on this other stuff, I couldn't do it. But I just finished directing an episode for season 10. Wow. Congrats. Exciting. 
super fun. Yeah. So is he, it's as fun as it looks. Yeah. Okay. That's why it's like, I won't say it was like the best job I've ever had, but the, when you add everything up, it yeah. was like, you know, yeah. I mean, you're just on set laughing nonstop. How much is it? Is it improv? All of it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, he wow. writes an outline. Yeah. You get like this outline, but there's no dialogue written or anything. I had a recurring role in the league. Yeah. Yeah. And it Jeff was Schaefer. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Love them. Yeah. And it was the only time I love improv, but it was the only time I've done it like for television, not like live. Yeah. And I remember just getting an outline the day before filming. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. I was like, and I was up all night. I was like trying to think of different scenarios. I was like, okay, yeah, you know. And then Aww. I realized I'm like, no, oh, I was terrified. It's so cute, I was Ariel. Terrified. How do I improv? I was driving whole- to set, terrified, and then I realized I'm like, oh, these guys got me. Like they I don't totally need to. Got you. But until you are in that experience, it's like, scary. I didn't realize how much I relied on like my lines and homework and you know all the things and I was yeah. just driving to set like naked I was like I well, well and Larry doesn't even like Jeff let you have it the night before Jeff yeah. Larry doesn't let you get on set no way like you you've auditioned if you're if you're a smaller role you've auditioned so you know you're playing a doctor or sure you know you're, but you have no idea what's happening whoa so you get on set and he goes okay so I'm gonna come in and I'm gonna yell at you about the garbage can and he and you go okay Let's do it. Then wow. how do you be a writer on that? Oh, you were a producer. You so I know. So I was an executive producer, right. and then Larry, Larry, they they with the writing of the outlines, you're, ah, you're a writer. I see. And okay. then we all just sit on set and shoot it, and like you do a take, and after the first take, we just talk about what's working, what's not working. Ah, and, yeah, similar to like yeah. four camera, like multi cam. So you're in just between. trying to like it's like putty. <laughs> yeah. You're yeah. Okay. That's why it's nervous directing it because if you get you know, a guest star actor who just can't improvise. Get it together. In the same way you'll have. That very rarely happens because Larry does audition and Larry does the auditions. He sits in there. No way. And he improvs off of you for a couple minutes and that's how he decides. Yeah. I would love that. Dream. I've never gotten to audition. Dream such. I just had that. I did a guest star on Dollface on Hulu. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, I had my lines, but the showrunner came down and he's like, nope, go, just go for it. Whatever you want to do, like, let's get creepy. And uh, it was so fun. But yeah, it is it is such a great show to to watch and to see because it's it's not only entertaining, but you also get to see from our point of view because it's very Hollywood based and everything. Yeah, the reality. Of totally, it all. totally. Sterling. You and I are lucky enough to have each other's business partners. Very true. But we want everyone to have their Sterling and Ariel business partners, don't we? Yes. That's why we love ZipRecruiter, because ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them for you. For example, Cafe Ultra's COO, Dylan Miskowitz, needed to hire a director of coffee for his organic coffee company, but he was having trouble finding qualified applicants. So we switched to ZipRecruiter. Its technology identifies people with right experience and invites them to apply to your job. So you get qualified candidates fast. Dylan posted his job on ZipRecruiter and said he was impressed by how quickly he had candidates apply. He also used ZipRecruiter's candidate rating feature to filter his applicants so he could focus on the most relevant ones. And that is how Dylan found his new director of coffee in just a few days. Seriously, with results like that, it's no wonder four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the very first day. See why ZipRecruiter is effective for businesses of all sizes. Try ZipRecruiter for free at our web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash spiritual. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash spiritual, S-P-I-R-T-U-A-L, ZipRecruiter.com slash spiritual. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Woohoo! Hey, Ariel. Hey, Sterling. You know what I think is kind of messed up? <laughs> There's so many things. So many things. But one of them is as a man, at any moment, I can walk into any doctor's office or go online and get Viagra with ease. But it's not the same with birth control. Don't I know it. Until now. Ooh. 
Are you talking about Simple Health? Simple Health is exactly what I'm talking about. It's pretty awesome. All you do is fill out an online health profile, a doctor reviews that you're in a good candidate for birth control and writes you a prescription. You can pick the birth control you want or have a doctor recommend the best one for you. So you get personalized birth control, basically. Then, best part, your birth control ships to your door monthly. No interruptions. It's free. Most insurance plans cover it. And it starts at just $15 a month without insurance. Are you kidding me? That is so important and so amazing. It's amazing. A better way to get birth control is finally here. Finally. It's so convenient. You don't have to wait in lines or be at a pharmacy. There's no more judgment or hassles. You get birth control prescribed, renewed, and delivered from wherever you are on your schedule. So listeners, do not miss your chance to try Simple Health for free with our code by going to simplehealth.com slash spiritual or entering code spiritual at checkout. That's S-P-I-R-T-U-A-L at checkout or by going to simplehealth.com slash spiritual. Also, it's important to note that Simple Health is not a replacement for routine checkups with your doctor. What do you see Instagram as? What is your, like, what do you go on there for? What do you post for? What do you get out of it? Instagram for me has become sort of like, not so much politics, but more like social commentary, I guess. Like I do a lot of stuff about racism and race relations yes, you do. and gender relations. And it's, it's part of that's why... My, that's kind of my thing on Instagram. She has very progressive, eye-opening, and if I dare say, woke points of view that you post that are somehow charmingly educational. Mm-hmm. Like you're not yelling at us. You're yeah, not like, you're yeah, just yeah. like, here's what's some facts, guys. Like here's something really interesting. And yeah, oh, here's good. how I can expand your brain a little bit more. And you're like scrolling through, you're just like, oh, well, shit. I didn't think about that. But yeah. now I do. I mean, I thought about it because I'm woke. Yeah, yeah. But people. Naturally. Yeah, right. Yeah. But yeah, so you do choose to post a lot about gender equality and racism and everything like yeah. that. Yeah, and-, and I have been trying to like, consciously teach myself about race relations. I thought I had it down. I thought I knew what, you know, racism was and what it wasn't. The biggest thing for me was like just realizing I had a couple of friends who were really smart who said stuff to me about white people just got to stop talking and got to start listening. Mm. And that hit me so hard. And Mm -hmm. so I feel like maybe it's nice that you say that it feels like sort of charming teaching without yeah, being things is. that is that I'm learning it at the same time. And yeah. so then I share somebody, look what I just learned. And, right. and that's what I feel like I'm trying to do a little bit. That shows because you're doing both. You're listening and being like, I just learned or not. I'm yeah. not, I didn't know that you were just learning it. That's not coming across, but now I get it. But, yeah. Cause you are, you're presenting facts in a really cool way and not just like, you know, cause there are times when the far, far left, like kind of scream at you. And I, I'm a white cisgender male with, I'm six one with blue eyes. Like right. I'm kind of hated right now in some right. aspects. Right, right, right. And sometimes I'm like, but I'm a part of the fight too. Like, why don't hate me? Like, I know. Li- I'm with you, but like I get put into. It's- and so I get, there's a part of me that's still like processing how to deal with that. Yeah. And so I like, that's what I'm referring to. It's like your style is very like, ah, oh, I don't feel like I'm getting, I'm learning. And I mean, but again, I'm, I'm pretty. I'm pretty woke. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm part of the crusade. Pretty woke. But I but I think that's part of what this conversation is like with the Me Too movement or with the LGBTQ community. Like these are things where I feel like I'm educated in. I've grown up, you know, standing up for and you educate and me about my own community. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. True. He's like, like I invited him to Pride in New York. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She like, has taught me about true. so many organiza- gay organizations <laughs> right? and activism. And like you need to get a part of this. But no, but the thing was it and in turn, what you've taught me is like, I am someone who has grown up thinking I fight and stand for love and what I believe in. And because I have, you know, I grew up in Florida, my best friends were all different ethnicities and gay and straight. And, you know, I, I never even saw that. It wasn't even a conversation. It was just like, you're my best friend, you're my family, you know? And even now with, you know, the the transgender community and being gender fluid and all these new terms coming out and, you know, with racism, what's politically correct to say to someone, to not say to someone, you know, there's all this, 
just like information coming at us. It's a lot yeah. of information coming. Yeah. A lot of new stuff. New stuff. And I think what it's also done for me is I've had moments of almost like embarrassment. Like, oh, I thought I was woke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <sighs> let's let's, take get, a, let's, yeah. let's wow. clear, clear, clear. Wow. So sorry. Let's get, let's we get also light. like. Let's talk about sex. <laughs> and sex and yeah. love sex. and happiness. So you mentioned your wife. How long have you been married? Uh, fifth, it'll be fifth, uh, 15 years. Uh-oh. Oh, my god! Yeah, I was like, math, math. <laughs> 15 years in June. It was We just had our anniversary. 15 years. Wow. Yeah. So wait, were you guys married before it was legal to be married? Yeah. So we got married in 2004. Oh, my gosh. And she got pregnant in 2006. And then I got pregnant in 2008. And so we got married again legally. Uh. And so the wedding pictures is really great because it's our two-year-old daughter and then me with this big belly. Aww. So that's our legal wedding. Pregnant, so she carried the first. She carried baby, first, and, and I you, carried second. That's amazing. Yeah, with the same the same anonymous donor. Oh my yeah, gosh, cool. that's so cool. Super cool. Do you find that when you guys are in public, do you get any looks anymore? Do you think times have changed? Do you think like times have definitely changed? We got. Like when we travel. First off, you get both. You get look. You're both very attractive. You have a very. Are you? Were you an actor as well? I acted in high school and like in college. Okay. No, you, you have, know what you remind me of. You have a. Um, you're very very attractive, which we well, often debate if I can say that to women these days. But yeah, yeah you're, yeah. you're you're very attractive. <laughs> you Thank you. And you, but do you have a really cool? What is that? Is it true romance, Patricia Arquette? Oh yeah, yeah. Yes. I've gotten yes. that before. Yes. That's yes. the vibe you're giving. That's, yeah, yeah. Like it's very cool, loud. sexy, true romance. Yeah, ah, that's yeah. funny. But anyway, we get like we've gotten looks like traveling some you know like you're in Italy and they automatically assume that Quinn is my daughter and Grace is is, is Wendy's and we're traveling oh, traveling just, friends right ah uh, a right. couple of times we've gotten the sister thing which just makes her like we're like we look nothing alike you also, know which is so annoying that be incest at this it's point? so weird right awkward airports can be a pain in the ass because you're like going through TSA and and they're like okay. who's your mom Quinn and she's like what do you mean? She's like, both of them are my mom. Like, Aww. you know, because they ask the kids all the questions. So that's been a thing before. Remember that show, My Two Dads? Yeah. I love that show. <laughs> we should do a My Two Moms. My Two Moms. My two yeah. Moms. I'm actually, Brendan and I, are, we're developing, a, I wrote a pilot about two Brendan mo- is your. He's my developing, developing partner, partner. Pal. Who's, who's sitting in here. Silently Hi, sitting here. Silent support. I wrote a pilot about two moms one of which is divorced from the dad and they have three kids and it's like the three of them parenting together. That's oh, awesome. So cool. hoping that's going to get yeah. made very, very soon. Good. Yeah. yeah. That sounds really so cool. yes, we need to have a show. And yeah. my whole idea was I wanted a show about lesbian moms and you don't really talk about the lesbian. Perfect. Like, exactly. They're just a family. That's it. Exactly. Yeah. I was on this show, Midnight Texas, and Monica Breen was the creator. And her whole thing was like, my point is like, I don't, because everyone was like, oh, it's so diverse and everything. Yeah. And she's like, I, I want to one day not even talk about that. It just is. It just is. It's just that's yeah. the family. That's yeah. exactly right? it. Like, yeah. A lot of the people from Transparent, a bunch of those yeah. people spun off and did another series called Razor Tongue, and I got cast oh, as the lead. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so a lot of the characters are trans, and the lead character, she's trans, and that's who I date in the show, and it's not mentioned once that she's trans. And I, I think that that's was like... so awesome. And that was before Euphoria on HBO. Yeah. And so, because I don't know if you guys watched that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That I is love wild. The, that show, I... <sighs> whoa. But I'm only so like in episode sexy. three. Oh, you're on three? Yeah, like lots of like, that's happened, right? It's so, yeah. it's, it's like the sexiest it. shot show I've ever seen. It's, it is so well shot. It's so well it's shot. It's so well shot. But it's a it's little like, scary because I'm like, is this going to make high schoolers want to do more drugs? Do, no, they're already doing it. It's just a reflection. Right. That, have, that was the only thing that was like weird to like, me. Is, is it, it was glorifying like, it a little bit? No, I don't think so. I literally think they're holding up a mirror because all my niece, my nieces are, are 20 18 and my nephew's 17. So, but that's terrifying. So, that's real high school right now. This is real high school. What's happening right now? Because I asked my nieces and nephew, I was like, How accurate is this? And they're like, This is our high school. 
Also, I graduated like, early, so I didn't even get the full high school experience, wow. but it definitely wasn't euphoria. They said the no. part that isn't true is that nobody rides bikes. They're all in, in my town where everybody's in trucks. I will say my... I loved the show and I and I do think you'll get into this more as the season goes on but um the way that they depict mental illness and yeah. and the mania and the depression and like it's incredible to watch how raw it is cuz because I I think that that yeah. is something we need to be seeing yeah. you know to understand the, the struggle but I will say the one thing that we do disagree on is like with both 13 Reasons Why Viagra? and Euphoria. Oh. We do disagree. Let's get into that in a second. But no, I just wonder, there's parts of me that think there's sections of Euphoria and 13 Reasons Why where I go, I hope this isn't being irresponsible. Just meaning like there are young people watching this and, you know, how do we protect, how do we say, okay, this is a good part of the mirror to see, but like, don't follow this part. This is a bad part of the mirror to see. I, you know? I, I didn't watch it, but my wife said that about 13 Reasons Why. It's tough. She, it's tough. She said that she just felt like they had... She understood the point, but they just missed it. And she's like, it, "There's a glorification going on a little bit." It's we gotta a, watch it's it. A, yeah, it's, it's a tough. fine line. It's yeah. a fine line. The thing that was terrifying to me about Euphoria is is just it, it, it's like the modern day kids, right? But with social media, yeah, and it was yeah. like like the scene in the pilot where they have a video of a six year old girl yeah. having sex, yeah. and you're like. Yeah, and that's like normal. Like that was not in our high school experience. No, no, I didn't even no. have right, but, but they were having sex, just not on not social media. Not right, exactly. yeah, not and social media. People were passing notes yeah. about it. It was yeah. notes yeah. were being passed, whispers, rumors, like slut horror, totally yeah. locker, totally. locker defamation, and all that stuff. But I got threatened that they were. I was a, I was a cheerleader. And the older girls didn't like me. I didn't even, whatever, it doesn't matter. But I wasn't even, I didn't even get the glorification of hooking up with the guys. They just hated me anyways. And I would get notes threatening that they were going to throw cans of tuna on me during Seriously? Two, yeah. two cans. And so, two yes, cans. two, not, not one. one. One free tan. <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, every time I was cheering, I was like, go, Winter Park. Oh, there's like, tuna I was like, coming. Yeah, I was like, I'm terrified. And they never did throw the tuna, but I, it scared me enough where, I mean, today I'm still talking about it. That's so. never occurred to me. How yeah. awful that would be to have that tuna thrown terrible. on you, right? <laughs> in the middle terrible. of a because game I feel on like a Friday night. I feel like there, and I'm a pervert, so there's there's some sort of association between like vagina smell <laughs> and, and yeah, like the whole thing is just bad. Yeah, okay. So bad. Is that, my brain's connecting so those two, even though I've never so smelled tuna vagina. I don't know. <laughs> oh my god! But wait, All let's right. get, let's get her opinion on Viagra. Hey, Ariel. Hey, Sterling. I'm going to list some things off, and I want you to tell me if you've heard of them or if you've not heard of them. Are you ready? I love this game already. Clitoral stimulators. <laughs> I want to hear more. Wands. Yes. Realistic dildos. Mm, interesting. Vibrating dildos. Curious. Butt plugs. Uh-uh. Trainer kits. Never heard of it. Lube. Oh, yeah. Penis sleeves and extensions. Sounds so exciting. Well, these are just a few of the many amazing products that you can get at adamandeve.com. I mean, when I say exciting, I mean really exciting. Really exciting. Yes, indeed. And we both agree that masturbation is self-care. It's the daily activity for self-care. Absolutely. So if our listeners are looking to spice things up in the bedroom... Maybe perhaps when fantasizing about surprising your lover with her adventurous new toy or adult movie, well, here's an offer that you will not be able to resist. Select almost any item for 50% off. And then Adam and Eve loads on the free stuff. Enter code GASM at the checkout and get 10 tantalizing free gifts. A sexy item for him, a special gift for her, and a third item for you both to enjoy. And six free spicy movies. What? What, what? Plus free shipping. That's Gasm, G-A-S-M, Gasm at adamandeve.com. This is an ongoing argument. argument. About what? Okay. She believes, and again, 
I don't take I don't need Viagra yet, but I did take it once and it was like amazing. Okay. But so I was I'm dating right now and I was seeing someone who I was like shocked, pleasantly surprised, but shocked. It was like he could constantly have sex. Yeah. And I kept waiting for like the oh that Throwing. was yeah. I kept waiting for the like that was nice. Good night. And yeah. it wasn't happening. And I was like, what? I can't do this anymore. <laughs> Which isn't like me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I had to like ask Sterling the next day. I was like, do you think he's taking because I was like, here's the thing. No, you didn't. She didn't say that. She was just telling me, oh, my God, we did it. Like, yeah, like he's incredible. I, I couldn't. Like, oh, he took well, Viagra. Of course. He yeah. Took Viagra. But I was like, wait a minute. Why would he like we're new in our relationship? He's young. You know, so my mind goes to like, well, why would he even need that or feel that pressure? But then he was like, oh, you're just mad because you think he wasn't turned on by you. He was turned on by this pill. And I was like, honestly, uh, I said that sweeter. I said it much sweeter. Oh, right, but that was I the said, bottom line. But I said Let's maybe your subconscious it. ego was the center Which source literally I hadn't it, even thought of that. Hadn't even thought of that. I that's was, why I said it's your subconscious. Is it possible for guys? See, I don't know this either. Okay, here Okay, yeah. is it possible mm. for guys to have a great night? And be able to do it over and over and over again, like Without if they're super, Viagra, yeah, if they're super yes, turned on, a hundred percent. Okay, so it's possible. But That's what I'm at saying. a certain age, I'd say around like I mean, hashtag me too. But look at her, right? Hi, <laughs> right? I would say around, it's not beyond the realm of possibility <laughs> that some absolutely. guy was like, yeah. "Oh my god, I'm getting <laughs> to have sex with her." Right? Absolutely. Right? <laughs> yeah. That's entirely yeah. possible. <laughs> absolutely. Okay. However, the way I know this person's age. And I also know he's not old. He's, he's not old. He's like I'm just 38, saying, above, anytime above 30, there are times where your dick's like, look, bro, do we have to like do this again? Like, we had right. fun. Let's just right. chill now. Like, that's what the dick's But says it was sometimes. like one of our first times hooking up, which is exciting. And there's like that. So it wasn't you know. the first time you guys had sex? So, so no, we had hooked up before, but this was the first time we were having sex. I yes. know everyone she has sex with. <laughs> I bet you I did. Or you should. You're a best friend. <laughs> I know you? the moment it happens. <laughs> I know this. There was, I do have to say this. There was someone I kissed recently that was a shock to me. And I did tell him, I was like, I told Sterling. <laughs> oh, you, he knows that he I know? Knows as of this morning. Yeah. But anyways, so my point of the whole Viagra thing was, I just felt like I'm a super open person. Yeah. And I understand not everyone is as open as I am, but I feel like when I... The people I'm, if I'm choosing to have sex with someone, I really care about them. Yeah. You know, I've like, I take a lot of time getting to be friends with people. Like there's yeah. a progression with me. So if I'm finally having sex with someone, I really care about them. I'm comfortable sharing my body with them. Sure. And in turn, like I want to help create a safe space for them to be comfortable, whatever that means. Yeah. And I understand guys, women and men are different. But to me, I was like, if you are taking this, let me in on your secret, buddy. Because she couple, wants to know. Couple reasons. Number one, I'm a little afraid. Like, what if you get addicted? And number two, I don't know if you can get addicted to Viagra. But number two, what if it's not like that? Google it. Or not. <laughs> and then it's like totally different sexual experience. Or yeah. like that's or the like, thing. That, that's the thing I would wonder it, about. And then like he's embarrassed to tell. Like I just feel like it's almost like. What okay, did you say to him? Yeah, like, and he denied it. I asked him right away. I was like, yo. I was like, like you're amazing. Yeah. Like, how's this happening? I was like, are you taking something? This is great. But I just was like, wow. And he was like, no. Have you not been with anyone else like I, this? I, and no I guy like, would ever admit it. Right. Because then it's like an ego thing to him. But I but I don't I don't see it that way. See, I am I just naive because I'm a woman? I would, I would I would do what you said. I'd be like, yeah, I took it because I wanted to have sex with you all night long. And I and I wanted to be able to, and I wanted to make you happy. That's Wait. what I'm saying. Like, why I, didn't he, I, why not wait, just own that? Wait, well, I didn't say that. That's I not did. my point of view. <laughs> You're putting words in my mouth. No, but I, she's making you, yeah. yeah. I suddenly become, and we're like, why didn't you just admit it? <laughs> yeah. God, Sterling. Yeah. Just fucking so, admit it. To me, it's like, I would rather just secretly, privately pop it on my own and then just have a great night and it's just for me to but know. But isn't that the same as oh. like, what if, you yeah. what if you're taking a drug oh. and you don't tell but someone? No, it's not a drug. It is though-ish. No, we're getting a shake of heads of no from the men in the room. Okay, <laughs> so this is a, I think this is an uh -oh. ongoing. Our, oh, 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 what is it? What is it? One tell of our us. producers, Matt, has. So some. you don't get addicted, but you can get anxiety from not using it. See? That is true. That's See? A, yeah. This is why I think it's a conversation. It's yeah. a great conversation. You could, but like a, a loving conversation, not like a, why do you need it, bro? More like, yo, let's just be on the same page. Yeah. Yeah. Aaron, 
I agree. When do you feel most sexy? Oh, oh, Viagra. Can we take Viagra? Well, you know what I can love. Can women take Viagra? What does that do? Uh oh, man. Oh, is Google there a it. pill Google. for I orgasms? Don't know. I don't know. <gasps> oh my god. Go 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 go. We need this. Was this you and I talking about this that I learned? I don't know. That'd be amazing. See, I don't that. I'd be like, I took an orgasm pill. Yeah, because right. here's the other thing. Right. I honestly, I love, Uh-oh. I love sex. I'm getting yeah. She spread the leg. For oh, a me second. too. Yeah. Spread the leg. Sex is amazing. I love Isn't sex, sex great? But I will tell yeah. you something. When he kept wanting to go, there was a part of me that was like, how much longer is it going to yeah, yeah. keep going? But I loved it. But it was literally then the he first, definitely was on fire. But it was literally the first time in my life where I was like, this dude is outlasting me, and I don't know how to tell him that at some point I'm fucking. I don't tired. want to have sex anymore. Yeah, like at some yeah. point I do just want to sleep. Yeah. We can start over in the morning. That's great. Yeah. But like, you know, so that was the other part of it where I was like, I kind of would have been relieved as as hot as he is. I kind of would have been relieved if I had known he was on it because a part of me was like, because then you could have like called it off. every time. Yeah. Yeah. And also I was going to be like, is he going to be like this every time? Because I don't know if I can. Well, I have a stupid, dumb question. Is this too graphic? No, all goes. Nothing. <laughs> When you take Viagra, mm-hmm. which I've only do, done yeah. you take all, all the time, times you've taken Viagra. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every yeah. day. Yeah. yeah. Do you instantly get hard or you still have to get turned on, get hard, and then you go soft again and then get hard again? Do you know what I mean? Like, yes. is it a. The answer is the latter. It's like, woo! You're, you don't take the pill and your dick's like, I'm up. Okay, I'm, I'm awake. No, okay. Great. No, it, great. It, it works with the chemicals in your brain that are being sent down of like, okay, it's time to get. Excited. Yeah. But I will tell you this. I have taken it more than once. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. You didn't tell me that. I did it again. <gasps> Recently? Like three weeks ago. What? I did the other half. Oh, by the way, you can't feel, take a full one. I feel so Or slighted. I can't because my friend who gave it to me, he's like, only take a half because otherwise it like hurts. Oh, I can't believe yeah. you didn't tell me. Oh, yeah. I think yeah. I See, this is the whole thing about Viagra. It ruins relationships. <laughs> <laughs> My point. <laughs> so I took the other half. Well, yes. And I noticed that we were just like cuddling, watching Euphoria. And I, I noticed hard. just by him putting his hand on my arm. You're like, my, my, <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh, wow. And I was like, but okay, that, that I didn't want to happen. Right. Right, because then I was just like, now I'm like a freak, and he probably sees my boner, and that's probably weird when we're and just trying to. And it's a little to, bit of pressure. And you hadn't told him. No, fuck no. See? Oh my god, no. This is the problem. I think I, I, Sterling. I think it's a little weird. I think you gotta, <laughs> yes. I think you gotta yes. be honest and go. Yes. No. Why? Uh, why should it be a? I mean, you clearly can get hard on your own, but you wanted to do it, yeah. and like that's it was going to be fun for you, so you own it and go. Party in my pants. Hey, I took something that's going to make us both happy for the next five hours. Right, right, right. right. I say own it. Uh, We need, can we pull this? Literally. Let's do a poll. (laughs) Hey. I think we need to pull this. We need to open this up to our listeners. Go to our Instagram, Spiritualgasm. Tell us what you think. Yeah. Have you done it? Have you kept it a secret? You're about to tell me, Aaron, when do you feel most sexy? Oh, right. So, I don't know. I will say this, that I have my whole adult life had loved morning sex. Yes. Same. And it's so hard to have it when you have children. Yeah. It's a real bummer situation. Are there? But, but so there's a lot of like, my wife and my wife and I have been really good at like scheduling. Well, we go away. Oh, like, yeah. like 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 weekend every- trips. Mm-hmm. Ah, My parents used smart. to do that, yeah. and we would always. Like, and then you're like in the hotel and yeah. you have sex all the all you want. Yeah, yeah, it's great. But is it mm-hmm. is there like a hotness factor of like having to sneak around with with the kids sometimes? Like it can't like you get home late. Like yeah, you, like you've gone out and the babysitter's left, and then it's like that's going. To yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. You know, or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. My parents used to do that too. They'd be like, "We're gonna go," blah blah blah, and we're like, "Ew." <laughs> <laughs> Ew, I know you're doing. We know yeah. what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, gross. But that's adorable. <laughs> no, though. I yeah. think, yeah. do you remember when you started or have you always liked morning sex? Because it switched for me. I think the first time I had morning sex, I was like, oh, this is good. Yeah. Right? Like, so do you get up and brush of, your teeth but first? But do you remember like what age? was? Like, like was it 20s, 30s? I this whole thing about this. Okay? Okay. When you're younger, uh-huh. in your 20s, and you would have sex with somebody and like they'd sleep over and you wake up the next morning and you immediately attack each yeah. other. I don't remember going and brushing my teeth. No, not in your 20s, no. But now, yeah. 
Listerine at least. Now I brush my teeth. Yeah. Really? When did that change? Like, do we not smell bad when we're in our 20s? And then we smell really bad later? I think we just. I didn't care then. I don't care now. You don't? That's (laughs) great. That's great. You know what? Those sex stink. Sex smell is just sex smell. Right? So probably doesn't. It probably didn't matter. Right. And I think that certain guys. I know a friend. I will not say his name. He is turned on by. Dirtiness. Well, no, I mean, I'm about to, I'm about to really go there. Uh-oh. He doesn't, he enjoys eating out when she is on her period, oh. period I said. Or here's another polling situation. What? Here we what? go. He says Cause something. Because he says our, it tastes better. No. It smells better. Dying. Oh my God. Well, he says it's something animalistic. He says it's something. Primal. Yeah, he says it's something beyond his Like is a smell for him? Sh- we're getting taste? shook heads back He said here. all of it. Mom, all don't it. listen. He said, but I he did qualify I can kind of understand it. Maybe enjoy having sex, but the eating out aspect. Yeah, he is weird said he did me. qualify. He was like, "No, if she's on a heavy flow, he's like, no." But he's like, "If it's just a little bit, he's like, it fucking turns that, me on." Is it a matter that he's turned on or that he's proving to himself that it doesn't affect him? Because I find that some guys, to be honest, I don't really let let or want guys to do that to me when I'm on. But I will sometimes be like, "Oh, hey," I'll give him a heads up, like, "Oh, hey, heads I'm up. on my period." Yeah, yeah. How do you say and that? I, What's that heads up like? I, I'm Heads on up, period. I'm on my period. I'm on period. That's it. Okay. This is what's going to happen. Okay. Yeah, this yeah. is okay. just a fact. I'm a woman. But I find that they're like, yeah, no, that's okay. Like, it's almost like they want to prove like, well, that doesn't stop me from liking you type of a thing where yeah. it's like, I, like, is that what he or he just he like, honestly, he it. almost like takes his self out of it and he just dismisses it to primal animalistic instincts. He's like, wow. I don't get it. I don't know it. He's like, it's always been there. He's like, it doesn't gross me always out. not just like with his wife. Oh, he's not married. Oh, yeah, he, all women. All like all he, it's like whenever he's just a giver. <laughs> he's yeah. <laughs> yeah. He enjoys. I'd like to have sex with you tonight. And if you're on your period, <laughs> even better. Even, even better. Like, in fact, if you're not, it. I gotta go. I'm gonna rock your world <laughs> yeah. if you're on your period. Yeah. 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 He actually even. Yeah. Oh, never mind. Oh, <laughs> we need a, to call this guy. Are we good. Oh boy. <laughs> we good. Oh boy. Um, Do I know him? Yes. <gasps> Have uh, I dated it? No. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Thank God. Because I really missed out then. Uh, so morning sex for you, you get yeah, pretty tired. Hey, let's ask some dumb lesbian questions. Okay. Or questions that are annoying to lesbians, perhaps. Okay. Um, are there tops and are there bottoms in the lesbian world? Yes. but Do you there, hear that, people? There's tops and bottoms in the lesbian world. But there's also relationships that don't have tops or bottoms. Great. Yeah. Explain the top, explain the bottom to our listeners. I know, because I have a lesbian sister. I mean, there's all kinds of things. Like, for one thing, you can have, like, pillow princesses who are, like... What's a pillow princess? Like, super bottom, only wants the orgasm. Bottom is receiver. And won't re- won't reciprocate. So she just lays back, puts Isn't her head on the pillow. Rude? She's like, she's like, go, she's to like go to she's town. She's like, serve me. Get me off. Yeah. And there are but tops then that do don't they, mind that. They yes. like, they're kind of. They, then how do they get off? They're probably pleasuring themselves. They're pleasuring themselves. Yeah. Usually. Oh my or something. God, that would hurt my heart. I know. <laughs> I know. I don't get, I mean, <laughs> no judgment. <laughs> no judgment, but it's, yeah, it's not me. Yeah, no, it's not yeah, exactly. I would do. No judgment, but I just don't know how to. Because I think, I mean, I'm guessing with the two of you that you feel like I feel that it's like, Half of having sex is really fun doing it to somebody, right? Yes. And, that's yeah. where I gather most of my pleasure. Yeah. Because I'm a what they call a total top. Uh-huh. Where I've never I've I've not bottomed before. Uh-huh. And it's not my thing. And we had a therapist on that she gave me permission that it's okay. Hundred percent. And my pleasure comes from seeing or making that other person yeah. be turned on. Love it. Well, <laughs> as the straight person piping in, I don't know if it's that I'm straight or just my preference, but I like both. I like switching you're it verse. up. I'm versed. Is that what I would be called? Yeah. Am well, I am I well versed? You're well versed. Yes. <laughs> is that what it is? But you're saying that you like you like getting him excited. I like both. I yeah. like being turned on, and yeah. I like turning him on. Hundred percent. And I like being on bottom, and I like being on top. I that's, like that's just me too. like the exchange. I agree. No, you that, probably yeah. never topped before. What? In the in the context that we're speaking of, it yeah, in. which would be what you strapping on a dildo and fucking a guy. Yep, nope, that's never happened. <laughs> right. yeah. Yeah. Yep, you nope. win. Yeah. Yep, that's no, called that's... in the straight world. That's called pegging. Oh, P-E-G-G-I-N-G oh, yeah, pegging. is yeah. pegging. Yes, but and in I the gay know. world, it's just sex. Yeah, I don't but know. wait, would that make him 
buy if he likes no, that from me? No, because no, it would just be like men's the thing G-spots, that he likes. Men's G spots are in their butt hole somewhere. I don't know. I don't think I have. I don't think it's yeah. for me. Wait, but, so they mm. can come without oh, yeah. having a G? Yes. Really? I have another friend who you don't know. Her husband won't come unless can't come unless her fi- his her finger is in his ass hole, sorry, massaging his prostate. Sorry, mom and dad. Or they're learning. Or they're learning. Yeah, <laughs> and he was like, "Yeah, she ruined it for me." She was like, "It started off." They but also they have two kids married, and they're like not like a you know freaky at all. But, wow. But it, there are men that enjoy getting their. Oh, there's lesbians enjoy that a lot. Yeah, see, because yeah. I think that would confuse me. I wouldn't be. Ju- I wouldn't have judgment about it. But I think in the back of my mind, I would be like, I'd be like, Do you know that? Are, does you, this mean you're bi? Do you, no, like? What, I, I think I would society's but, work on you. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I, yeah. I think yeah. I would like wonder. Like no. he, he, he may not get off on it if a man did it to him. He, he would not. But I he know. gets off. But he gets off on you taking the power exactly. and doing it to him, and it just exactly. feels good to him. That's a great explanation. Yes. Yeah. Got it. Interesting. I, like, there's a million things my wife could do to me, but if Sterling or Brendan did it to me, I would not be turned on by it. You don't know right. that. I mean, <laughs> maybe. Sterling, yeah. Happened to be two really handsome <laughs> fellas, so maybe it would be a way. But, um, but you know what I mean? Like, it, yeah. wouldn't necessarily be, it wouldn't necessarily be the same. Right. Or something. Right. I don't know. Right. Okay, more questions. Okay. Do you, like, whenever you are, what's your, like, favorite thing to do to mm. your wife? Go down on her. Okay. Yeah. Do you ever do it in public? Whoa. No. I mean, I've done it in a car. Okay. What about yeah. a plane? Never done it on an airplane. I hooked Have up you? in the Cheesecake Factory bathroom at the Grove. <laughs> you did? Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. on our highlight reel. That's yeah. amazing. Please save that forever. That's amazing. It was cheesecake? so hot. Yeah. Were That's you amazing. full of food? I feel like every time I go there, I'm so full. Like, <laughs> uh, how did you even do that? Yeah. I, I got her off one time in at a play in a theater. Oh. Yes, that's hot. My yeah. loins tremble. <laughs> that's hot. That's hot because yeah. you just like, you got she the just had, she had sitting right there. Totally. That's and she had to just sit your... there and sl- stare at the stage. And I stare at the stage. Wow. See, see Did, that's oh, how I that's feel hot. about that's airplanes. Hot. Like when you're next to each other with a blanket. Yeah, it'd be amazing. It's just never worked out. I don't know why. Really? I, that's like a thing for me. I don't know me. why. I've never done All that. I like immediately, as soon as we're taking off and we're like in the air, I'm immediately horny. A lot of people are. I think it has something to do with the vibration of yeah. the engines. Cause and I just s- like being away and having to be quiet. Well, and boredom. And people around. Yeah, boredom. Don't you find sometimes if you're really yeah. bored, you're like, horny. sex. Totally. I'm going to think about sex now. Exactly. Totally. But I think there's also something about the whole, like when you were doing it in the play or the bathroom. (laughs) Cheesecake factory. (laughs) I think there's something about the whole public thing that's, you know, like where you have to be private, where you're sneaking around, where there's people around. Like, I don't know. I think there's something really fun about that. Yeah. Wait. So when do you feel, is there a time that you feel like sex or having a sexual experience is spiritual for you? Oh, Yeah. That's a funny question because, like, I haven't, like, felt that so deeply in a long time. But, like, I do think when it's a special time, like, we've gone away and we're going to go and be together and we've planned it. I kind of feel it then. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's, it's like I've missed all the time. Like, we could be, like, barely passing ships in the night, you know, because she's dealing with the kids and I'm at work or whatever. And we're just, like, barely seeing each other. That when we actually get alone and we've gone away together, it's like, oh my god, I've missed you so much. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's you like, like a d- reconnection of your soul. So that feels, yeah, those times feel really spiritual for me. Yeah, and certainly when we first were dating, you know yeah. what I mean? Like whenever you're starting, really anybody I've ever dated and started, like you said, like you go, okay, now I'm willing to share my body with you. Yeah, that has always felt like a, it's a sacred thing. Yeah. Yeah, it really is. for sure. It's like, an energy exchange. And it's it's so interesting because, and then people, you know, it's hard when you're like, if you've ever been with somebody who you could tell was not letting go, and you're like, this is safe. You can be loud, you can be quiet, but mm-hmm. you can talk to me, you cannot talk to me if you want. Yeah. It's funny to me when you think about like, like when you can tell somebody's not like, and yeah. then you don't feel like, well, can I talk? Am I? Yeah, you're like, is, is it them? Is it me? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's tough. It's tough getting to know someone like I was in a relationship and now I'm dating again and there's parts of it that's really fun and there's parts where it's just like it's so scary constantly getting to know someone new. 
Yeah. You know, and, and being willing to open yourself up and get to know them and learn what makes them tick, what what are their fears, what are their dreams. Like it's scary, super exciting. And I love meeting new people and having new conversations that like challenge me and but and open me up. But it I was thinking about that as I was on a date recently. And I was like, wow, I feel so vulnerable right now. Yeah. And I haven't felt that in a while. But I think it's like, you know, when you start to have that comfort of a relationship, that vulnerability, it's never easy, but that vulnerability goes away a little yeah. bit. You know, you're like, yeah. oh, I'm safe with this person. And then you have to do it all over again. And, and well, until it's you're the thing, married. You have to give it time. Yeah. And so now like you'll get, you'll get whatever the fuck it is, five months into it and you'd be like, well, that was a waste. <laughs> right? That's the thing. That's the thing that kind of bums me out about thinking about people oh, excellent had, about dating. You know, you're just like, oh my God, I see my friends and I'm like, oh, I, I feel so bad for you right now that you have to do this right now. It's so hard. I mean, marriage is hard too. Trust yeah. me. But you know what I mean? That is like, and I have, I have like friends who are getting divorced now yeah. and watching them. I have this one friend, she's getting divorced and she's like, I just, don't know if I have the energy to do it again, but I don't want like to be alone. Mm. She yeah. like never, you know, she's like so tough. 50. She's mm. like, she's like, so she's 50. So she's not 25 or 30, but she's also not 80. No, she's right. got like 35 got more years yeah. of her she life. You know, two kids. Yeah. Like it's the whole thing, you know? Yeah. Tell her the weird guy on the podcast that you just did says, you don't have to get back out there. Just be open. Just be open to just it. Be just open. be open. Yeah. Cause you can't look. Are you the weird guy? I'm the weird guy. Oh, do you guys so do um, dating apps? What's the famous one? Raya. Raya. Are you on Raya? Well, you mean because Am I'm I allowed famous? to ask that, Raya? <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. I was on Raya. Again. I was on Tinder. I was on Bumble. And oh, yeah. I was on Grindr. And she made me delete them all. I didn't make you. Let's be clear. No. She challenged me to be a better person. <laughs> and she thinks that some of the apps oh were God. consuming too much of my energy. Uh, I saw that specific. Cause you're like grind. always It was swiping. like a rev, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, and I think we can all compare this. Even if you're not a dating app, you can compare it to like Instagram. When you go down that rabbit hole yeah. and you're like, Oh, I'm going to go to bed. And then you're checking your phone. And all of a sudden it's an hour later and you're like, oh, why didn't I just go to bed? You know, How many like, likes did I get on the thing? On yeah, the thing? Yeah. It's yeah. Like, yeah. And, and so I just saw that rev with him and I just knew that he could be spending his energy elsewhere. And so yeah. I challenged him to see how he felt in that stillness, all the times that he was revving, like, and putting that, whether you, I felt like whether you realize it or not, even if you never meet this person, you're putting your energy out to so many people. Yeah. When that's powerful, that's your energy. You own yeah. that. Even if you're not doing anything, that's a powerful thing. You know? So and was it useful what, to you at all? Like, were you getting hookups? Were you getting dates? Oh yes. My, have you seen him? Uh, yeah, like three No, nights. but I mean, but I mean, were you taking them up on that? Of course you're getting I, offered dates, but like- were you taking them up on it? I was taking up. Uh, Sterling is a little <laughs> bit of a slut. Uh, I, well, that, no, but that's not okay. Not a sex slut. Not no. a sex slut. Not a, like a meetup yes. slut. I am a hookup slut. And then he ends up having like all these amazing friends. So it's cool. Yeah, I don't have but... sex. I have a weird role. I only have sex with the person I'm dating with. Okay. Dating. That's not a weird role. That's... I think that's just cool. Yeah, why is that yeah, weird? I guess. Yeah. But yeah, I, yeah. as far as and to me, sex, uh, and I know people have different definitions of sex. For me, for, sex for is it. penetration. Yeah. And for me, it's just whispering sweet nothing. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that weird? And so I don't only, I have a really low number because I only save that for people that I'm in a relationship with. Love it. But hooking up, like making out some other fun stuff, I'm all about it. Sure. And so that's what Grinder was for me. And to me, it was just like a way to maybe meet the one. Yeah. And so I was like, I don't know where he is. And so I'm looking everywhere. And so Grinder was one of the portals that I would choose to look. Sure. But it did cost a lot of energy. But okay. no, but I do feel better. And I, it's since it's, you got off. Yeah. Since oh, I good. got off all of them. I don't, I don't, I'm not even on Rye anymore. Like I don't do any of them. And I, it's yeah. amazing. I had like a week of fuck Ariel. Why did you make me do this? Cause I'm so, there's a lot of silence now in my world. Yeah. And it made me kind of like aware of the silence. And yeah. so it kind of made me think I was lonely when I'm not lonely. I have amazing yeah. friends and family yeah, that yeah, I could yeah. call at any minute, blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, I was just like, What's all this silence about? Wow, isn't that interesting? It's, it's a, it's a mind's fuck a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So I'm a supporter of people on the apps. Yeah, I mean, I've been to like 
four weddings that have come exactly. from apps. Yeah. So weddings I get it. come from apps. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so now I feel I, I it's all still learning. It's exciting. Yeah, it's I think exciting. like having. I think especially this day and age with technology, stillness is a, a more rare thing. You know, it's like yeah. we're, we're constantly filling our time with yeah. with something, and so I think to like pull back and give yourself stillness is huge. I, to me, honestly, that's a spiritual experience. Yeah. To just be like, okay, I'm tuning out, even if it's five minutes. It's just yeah, like a good. quiet little reset, you know? Yeah. I do feel my brain, you know when your brain expands and you can feel it? There's mm. like, and I do feel nope, my- Nope, that's just you. You're brilliant. Well, you, <laughs> but you know that moment where you're just like- You know I kind of said, it's like, being off these apps and everything, it's like eating spinach. Like it doesn't taste amazing going down, but my body is like, thank you. Thank oh, you. Wow. Like it's really see it was like it was like stressing you out and you didn't even realize. So it. stressful. I love it. So yeah. stressful. And I was not realizing it because I saw it as like, look, dude, you want to be alone? Like, let's go find somebody. Be proactive. Let yeah. people know that you're looking for. Yeah. And instead of like <laughs> having that mindset of rushing home to meet someone on an app, you're like out talking to people, having conversations. Yes, I noticed that I'm off the couch yeah. far. I more. will say this. The people who – I have one example that's not quite accurate. But almost all the people I know who have hooked up on like Match.com or whatever and got married, like stayed together – they were people that socially needed help. Ah, interesting. Like, like you two are obviously like really outgoing. Like, I'll go to a bar and meet people or I'll go, you know what yeah. I mean? Go to a party or yeah. whatever. And I'm totally that person too. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of people who hooked up that I think about, they would never have found each other, ever. One's nerd and one's a nerd and the two nerds found each other on right, Match.com. Right. And it's a cute nerd or, love and it's, story. And it's a total love story, right. Yeah. Or their physicality is like something that you would, you, you know, that maybe one of them's insecure about their physicality and the other one is too and they found each other and right. they think each other's hot and right. that's awesome. You right. know what I mean? Right. So I that's do so think yeah. they're super useful for someone who is not socially active or or, po or powerful or, or you know, charismatic or anything. They yeah. need like a little... Yeah. Something and it That's can be, so it, yeah. Like some of these people, I think there's a possibility they would have been alone forever. Yeah, you know what I mean. Aww, that's yeah, true. Um, switching gears here because I know we're going to be winding down on time. I Aaron, know I'm sad. We could talk to you forever. We already <laughs> have. So I, like we could keep going. I want to know, go. Aaron, because I do see you as such a bright light. What do you think? What is your job here? What are you trying mm. to do for people through your art, through your work, through your family, through example? What is what is your goal right now? I mean, lately is a big thing has been equal representation, but I am astounded about how much I don't know and keep learning. Like that's so cool. I feel like I feel like I was like thirty and kind of know it all. And I always say this. I say this to my therapist. I go, if I could go back to my twenty-four-year-old self <sighs> and say, "Don't fucking worry about that. Yeah. It's gonna. Yep. It's just that's just not gonna be a thing in ten years." Yeah. There's so many things you want to go back and tell yourself. But then you also realize, but that was the ride. That was the journey. And it's made I was me, 20. <laughs> it's made me who I am now. And if I had known all that stuff then, then I may not have done this other thing that I needed to learn. And so for me, I'm just constantly aware of I don't make assumptions. I may not know it. I may not know what I'm talking about. So listen, right? So that means like if no matter how strongly you feel about something, listen, mm -hmm. because maybe there's something you haven't thought of. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I'm kind of, I always say that to somebody. I go, unless there's something I haven't thought of when I'm talking to somebody about something, I'm like, correct me if I'm wrong. Mm -hmm. Like, like that's like a mantra in my head all the time. And I just don't, I don't believe in pointing fingers. Like to me, it's like, everybody's got faults. Everybody's going to fuck up. Everybody's going to lose their mind for a minute. So don't point fingers, just fix problems and listen and talk. And so like, I think through my, through my directing and my comedy and all of that is it's just wanting to play and be kind to each other and just make good stuff, tell good messages and well, you're, you're doing awesome. it. You're doing it. I'm I an example. So. You're, I'm I a fan. I hope so. Yay. So awesome. Yeah. So. so people can find you on Instagram. You're at Erin O'Malley. Yeah. And Are you public or is yeah. it is? Okay. Yeah. And is that the same for Twitter? I think they're both E.E. -E O'Malley, but yeah. I e highly Aaron recommend okay. since you are public, people go follow Aaron's Instagram because oh, it's it's very bright yeah, and it's enjoyable yeah. to watch. And it's fun behind the scenes stuff of like some of the favorite shows that everybody's yeah. watching right now. And Yeah, you shoot. Is it, is there's a rumor you shoot arrows or off? 
Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. You put water bottles on a person's head, probably about what, 15 feet yeah. away from you? Yeah. And with an arrow. Ah! Yeah, the a, nerf. A, a, a nerf, nerf arrow, arrow that still could right. hurt an eye. Oh yeah. It could, oh, yeah. I, I mean. Now I, have a, now I have a tennis ball launcher. Oh. I haven't what? done, I haven't used it yet. It's a, it's no a dog way. toy. And you should, it's, no. like, it's like a gun, but I call it a launcher. And you, you press it in this fucking tennis ball goes flying, but it's so hard because it does this arc. So I'm trying to figure out like yeah. how far somebody needs to be from right, me. Right. And Who's so your I volunteer. I bought, it's always someone on the crew. Well, I used to make or, the writers do it. Like if you were the writer of the yeah. episode, you had to do it. Yeah. But now I bought a, um, what's that called? A like a mask? catcher's mask. Okay. And they can wear the catcher's mask so that I don't kill them with a tennis ball. <laughs> got it, got it, got it. But with the arrow, they all they're allowed to do is cover their face if they want with their hands. But, but they usually they, don't. And you, but they're into it. it I have never forced it. anyone. I'm like, I have a question. Is this I a punishment or a no. reward? No. I'm like, do like, people look forward to it? Like, do they feel like cool if I, they've done it? Like, my office is full of toys. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm into toys and stuff. So, and I'm really, I, in, I, I carry, I have one in my backpack. I carry around tennis balls everywhere and I just bounce tennis balls. So I love bouncy balls. So everyone gives me bouncy balls and, oh my God, and blow up balls. And so I have like six million of these balls. And so that led into, and then because I like toys, a few years ago, my prop guy gave me a dart thing, like a oh, bow and arrow thing. And yeah. then I was like, oh, yeah. And then you were hooked. You mastered the Nerf yeah. bow and arrow. Yeah. Super fun. It'll blow your mind. I'm going it makes you, when, when you successfully do it, you're like, mm. yeah, I can't imagine. It makes you feel so good. Yeah. <laughs> like, the entire like crew and everybody like screams. They all like, it's really funny. So yeah. It's and, and it always makes me laugh instantly. Like it makes me so happy. And, then I, and the, it's like, just uh, be a kid. Just yeah. laughing is so yeah. fun. That's it. That right there, the laughter. That's it's so healing yeah. and fun. Yeah. Yeah. You're thank amazing. You so thank you much. for having me. We Super love you. This is awesome. And thank you for all your honesty and yeah, your yeah, totally. and just like being willing to play with us. Absolutely. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So all right, everybody, check her out. Erin O'Malley. She has like every show on TV right now. Uh, yeah, is there anything coming up they should look for? Single parents, Single September parents. 14th or something, and then bless this mess uh the week after that. Amazing. Wow. You're yeah. so busy. Busy girl. Okay. Yep. Awesome. All right. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Right. Bye. Bye. Bye Spiritual Gasm is executive produced by Ariel Kebble, Sterling Jones, and Sim Sarna. Associate producers Daniela Silva. Editors are Josh Windish and Michael Cozio. And music by Josh Cook and Alicia Eagle. Spiritual Gasm is a Cloud 10 production and is powered by Simplecast. 